They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mad Madness Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host for tonight, AO Aaron Lloyd. I'm joined with my guy, Ed to Fly, Dirty Dominic from Vicky, who's taking it very seriously uh, after the last weekend. How you doing, man? Uh, my man Corey said you're wild for that one. He did love it. He, oh, did he? <laughs> he loved of course, it. Ma- of course, mamas I, did. I'm good. I'm good. Mamas did say, uh, which, yeah, I'm trying to remember what he called you. He, he uh, I'll tell. I'll tell. I'll say it to you later. I'm not going to bury you in the beginning of the show, but might, I'm might good, as man. Well, King, might, might as well. Uh, I'm trying to think with this new app if I can pull up the text while I'm on here. Oh my god, what did he say? Yeah, the camera went away, but you're good. Yeah, I think if anything, as I'm pulling it up, he most likely probably. Hold on, let's see. Wow, it's away. I'll take a good laugh. And while 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 you're looking, uh, make sure to subscribe to the Matt Madness YouTube channels and also subscribe on all podcast platforms. There will be a podcast feed link in the description, and always turn your post notifications on. Thumbs up, comment, and while you're at it on this episode, make sure to wish Eric and the podcast a happy birthday this week. So happy birthday, early birthday for you, oh, my shucks. friend. Thank you, bro. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I don't know. I must have. I must have deleted it because it is not showing up in my uh, text chart. Uh, oh my god, Jeggings the Stallion. Jeggings <laughs> uh, the All right, I know he's not talking. <laughs> oh uh, no. On that note. Uh, okay. Well, well, we're not going to start right here, but um, so. We have the Royal Rumble this upcoming weekend. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Favorite event of the year. Because, Favorite event of the year. Because for the first time in years, there's a lot of – I don't want to say, like, there's much, like, mystery behind it, but there's mystery behind predictability. it. Um, well, I think there is predictability, but there's not predictability, meaning there's hardly anybody, like, even advertised, like, for this thing. Like, you know how, like, in the weeks prior, they'll build up saying so-and-so is coming back past, for a Royal Rumble. Past five years, solid. Rumble. Past five years, solid. You, you, they show you, like, the graphic with 26 people, and you're like, yeah. okay, who's the four people missing? Like, yeah, there, there, there has been no graphic. There's been, like, a handful of people from each division that's saying they're declared for the Royal Rumble. So we're in for a lot of surprises and things like that, and – Legit shock, but I think we're going to be pretty much close in agreement on what we think will actually happen. But one thing I'll tell you, I actually am already excited about, like, obviously I'm looking forward to the Rumble, but it's they already are advertising a pretty stacked Raw for next week. I feel like there's, like, a women's tag title match. There's an IC Mm -hmm. title match. I feel like there's a a non-title match that's important. So, like, you're already looking past the Rumble and, like, okay, cool. It's exciting. We're, like, you know, normally that, like, the night after the rumble, it's like okay, one's mania. So this, this it's good shit. Yeah, my brother Ryan's in the church. What's up, brother? All right, we got some. I'm gonna butcher the name. Sakudo Guerrero. Thanks for stopping by. So, like, like you just talked about, rumbles coming up this weekend. Um, I didn't really watch much this week, other than the stuff to prepare for the show. I did start the Iron Claw. I'm about halfway through. I'm really enjoying it. Not sure if you got to catch up on that yet. But I was finally going to go see it in the theater Monday, and something came up Monday night, so I ended up not going. All right. So before we get to the Royal Rumble, we had an eventful Monday morning. I'll tell you that. Um, so we wake up to the news of Netflix having the exclusive rights to WWE Raw starting in 2025. Um your thoughts, because I woke up, I was shocked. Um, I don't want to say I'm shocked, but shocked it, it, WWE would do that. So give me your thoughts on that first. So, man, it's it's one of those things. You're not the first person to say, like, you're not shocked. Because like, I, Bubba Ray has said on Busted Open, how he's, like, not surprised per se, but it's like, you know, nothing really surprised him anymore. And I feel like that's kind of, like, your stance. Um, 
obviously we got the SmackDown announcement of it going to USA Network a year in advance. So like in hindsight, yeah, I'm not too surprised. But in the moment, I'm like, geez, we're we're hearing about this a year in advance. Like it's January 2024. Boom, you know, three quarters of the way through the month, we're getting this announcement that in 11 months from now, Monday Night Raw is going to be on Netflix. A 10 year deal for five billion dollars. It's it's insane. It's exciting. Um, me that like you know i feel like vince would love this and i love that his, his son-in-law is doing it it's like we do it first wwe does it first because there's been the rumors for two years about aew moving their weekly product to to max to the hbo streaming service and it's like yeah their deal's not up and it's like that could very well be a thing well wwe does it first you know the like big streaming services are like the Disney, the Peacock, um, Netflix, and obviously there's Hulu. There's a couple other things, but like Hulu's already had some of their content, and it's it's definitely it's not Netflix. It's not on Netflix's level. Uh, anyone's trying to argue that it's similar, they're that's silly. Um, so this is a huge deal, plus everything else that's coming about it, which you know we'll get into. Uh, I am excited. Um, I know one thing that has been talked about is like, hey, you know, will this stay as like a Monday night product? You know, it's 10 years. Who knows what's going to happen? But from 31 years ago, it was Monday Night Raw. Unlike SmackDown, which has moved to like three different nights. I love the idea. Like, you know, Raw's got to stay on Monday. Um, but what about commercials? You know, are uh, you know, when you take away the commercials and if you were to actually watch Monday Night Raw, if you watch it, if you DVR or if you record it like I do on YouTube TV and you just fast forward it, that three hour show comes to about two hours, 20 minutes. So are we going to get a two hour, 20 minute show with no commercials? Are we going to get commercials or is it going to go back to two hours? They could go three and a half hours. We could get a five hour episode of Monday Night Raw if they wanted. Um, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I look forward to the idea of no commercials or less. Um, obviously we get a little bit of commercials like during like the Peacock streaming events, uh, the Peacock specials. I don't know. Is there any, like the biggest thing that's got you curious? Uh, well, from what I did see, I'm not sure if it's an official source, but from what I saw, there will be no commercials from what I saw. So it's interesting to see about if it's going to be straight three hours or the two hours, 20 minutes, which is the three-hour equivalent minus commercials. Now, what you said about AEW with Max, that's a little different because HBO Max, or Max now, that's a Warner Brothers property. So TNT, Warner Brothers, they're hand-in-hand, so it's a tad bit, it's a tad bit different. But sure. it, it's, it was like, we heard about the rumors, but like Amazon was going to take it, but then Netflix was like, oh, well, that's interesting because this is kind of like the, WWE is like the first domino for a full-time a full-time conglomerate in sports to take over the streaming because Amazon has Thursday night football, but that's only for the football season. Mm-hmm. Monday night rolls will be weekly every week, mm-hmm. yeah. not not just during uh, not during the season. So that's plus, very interesting. Go ahead. Plus, a, a ten-year deal. Like I can't remember from like when they were on TNN or when they were on Spike. Like I don't recall how long those deals are. It but wasn't ten years. Smack- Well, of course, nowhere near that. But, like, the SmackDown deal on Fox, what was that? Five years, four years, three years? Uh, That was 2019. So, it expires next year. Well, this year, actually. It expires this year. So, it was a five-year deal. So, like, these things you would expect them to be, like, a five-year deal or less. But, like, 10 is freaking huge. That's that's a statement. It's a statement. It is. And then we'll get these uh, emails about the price adjustment for Netflix pretty soon (laughs) in the next year. But... Like it was only a matter of time. Um, over the past couple of weeks with the NFL playoffs, we saw Peacock buy exclusive rights to the Chiefs uh, playoff game a couple of weeks ago, and then people were complaining about that. But that's just where the direction of this stuff is going. It's going to streaming services, and NFL is king, and it's NFL, NBA, um, MLS, MLB, WWE. They're all on the same level. And all this stuff is going to start to happen. Even HBO Max is starting to get NBA games. Even though they're streaming at the same time on TNT, I'm pretty sure by next season we'll have exclusive like NBA games on Max. But I, WWE, I, bring, up, go ahead. 
I bring up that thing about like, you know, Triple H doing like Vince's work, like saying like, hey, we're here first. Like we can't take away what Vince did 10 years ago with like the launch of the network. Like that was leaps and bounds ahead of everyone. Like, you know, we bring up like, you know, like the Hulu, the Netflix and all that. Like, yeah, that was around. But Peacock wasn't a thing. YouTube TV wasn't a thing when ne- when the WWE Network launched. HBO Max wasn't a thing. I mean, really, WWE they're they're leading a charge with this, and it's again just them doing something they've been doing forever. Yeah, and also one more thing you said about the WWE Network. So, an interesting thing is what's going to happen in 2026 when the Peacock deal is up. Well, because they can sell that because we thought the Peacock thing was brilliant because Pe- when WWE took this up to Peacock, Peacock just started. So it was, a, it was an extra push because Peacock first started. They weren't that great. They didn't really have much to offer. Not but they offered, the, they offered the WWE package, which brought almost everybody over from the network over to Peacock to add to their subscriber list. When they started, and, the things were Office and the network. Yep. Mm-hmm, that was it. That, that's all you had. You didn't have all the network, but you had, but that's where you were going to get everything the network offered. So it's interesting to see if they'll try to sell that to Netflix, so they can sell it to Amazon or sell it to Hulu or just go back to their own WWE network. Because it's interesting too, because internationally, all, everything is going to be on Netflix. Like the, the, the PLEs, NXT, yeah. that's where stuff's going to be. But we have to, we're not sure where the new home of the streaming service is going to be. But even though, they still have a relationship with uh, NBC Universal because SmackDown is going to USA. So it's really interesting, and it's just the first domino to fall because this is just going to continue to happen. It slowly happened with all the major sports. It's going to continue to happen with everything in the near future. All right, so also on Monday Night, Monday Night on Raw, we learned that Seth Rollins um, got banged up in his match with Jinder Mahal the week prior. Torn meniscus, sprained MCL, and he says he will be ready for WrestleMania, and I 100% believe him uh, because yeah, sure. these guys are not human anymore. So how do we get there with Seth Rollins? Because it's, it's, it's rough because when you think about it, if, if Punk wins the run, don't wouldn't, that, wouldn't it come off a little weird that he's like calling out an injured Rollins or knowing that Rollins isn't 100%. There, there's different ways. Like, they tease us with Cody and Punk on Raw. They also, like, have this Drew McIntyre thing going with Cody and Punk. They, they kind of set themselves up to have, like, emergency backup plans. But I'm not sure where they're going to go here. I do, I'm do. i pretty sure Punk, Rollins will be running. He will face the Punk. But what are your thoughts? So, I, I like that idea, and I hope that's what it gets to. But I, I, we're really speaking about what we want and what we're hoping for. This goes back to a few minutes ago when we were talking about the Royal Rumble and its unpredictability. Just you starting that just shows it is unpredictable. Because, yeah, Punk, it would be a little weird if he calls him out. Um, but then there's always the chance. What This could be the first year the Intercontinental Champion could win. Um, you know, you could get Cody winning. Cody could win call his shot he could win it two years back to back and he could call the shot and go all right i'm going against roman or whoever wins could call the shot against roman um punk could win call the shot against roman but i don't think that makes sense obviously there's other rumor where who's gonna be facing roman and we will get to that tonight um that is actually what makes this rumble so enticing because there's just so much going on and it's like, all right, where are they going? Like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Um, I don't know. I feel like there's other ways. This is, I don't love the idea of, yes, live event, Punk had a match against Dominic. Yeah, 10 years to the event, he comes back, he's involved in the Rumble. I also don't like that they're not hyping it up. Like, yeah, Co- like they're hyping up Cody winning back-to-back. But, like, Punk's never won this. I feel like this is something that's got to be talked about more. Like, yeah, he wants to go main event Mania. He's never done it. Well, how about he wants to win the Rumble? He's never won the Rumble. Um, I obviously, my, my heart of hearts, I want Cody to win the Rumble. 
I think it's a badass stat. I mean, he'll be, what, the third person to win it back-to-back? Um, I like the idea of him winning, challenging Roman. Obviously, he can have some matches in between then and now. How about Punk has a great showing, and then he can win the chamber or win something, and that's going to help him get to get to Seth. I think the one thing that's going to be a little awkward is we've had Seth defending the title nonstop for close to a year, and then now he's not going to be doing that. Well, it shouldn't be weird because – part of over a year Roman hasn't been defending his title regularly so I don't think it's going to be too weird to fans this time around I feel like you know two world titles not being defended for three months typically would rub I know it would rub me the wrong way probably the masses but I feel like the way we all care about Seth and the way we want this match I think we're gonna be all right yeah I, I do too um at first when we first heard it we heard it speculated all over the weekend that he was going to be possibly relinquishing the title, but we knew 100% that he was hurt. But the fact that he said that he'll be, he'll be, he'll, he'll take three to four months, but I right know he's not human. So I guarantee you he will be back for WrestleMania. Hopefully we don't lose any viewers with this comment, but did you, did you see my comment in the major pod group when this was news was busted? Uh, when this news was open? No. I almost got crucified. I was a few beers deep, and obviously, you know, people read a comment, you you know, you see it from a hundred degrees up, and you judge. Um, so I like Seth Rollins. I think we all do. I think everyone affiliated with the show then, now, forever. We've all liked Seth Rollins. I also will make the argument he, you know, in ring wise, he literally is our generation's Shawn Michaels, and there could be an argument he could be better in ring wise. Um, in the past two years, he's been on fire nonstop. We want to talk about Punk never getting to main event mania. It's a sin that Seth never has, especially you go off the past, you know, three years, two nights, and Seth never closed the show either time. Um, he's missed a mania or two due to injuries. So this hurts as a fan. I mean, as him being like my top two, top three active favorite wrestlers, it hurts. So I, you know, they busted the news, and I said, "Hey, look, hopefully this doesn't offend anybody." But like, this hurts me. It hurts when some some wrestlers pass away, which I completely meant. Like, obviously, you don't like the idea of any wrestler passing away, but like sometimes you hear about a wrestler to pass away in the '80s. You and I were born in the early '90s, so like. Things affect us a little differently wrestlers that were in their prime in the 80s compared to this. Or, you know, you hear about an indie wrestler, blah, 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 blah. I, obviously, again, not to be insensitive, but, oh, my God, I got flooded with comments like, wow, I can't believe you're comparing this to Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Bray Wyatt died. He left a wife and kids. I was like, I literally said no name. And then somebody's like, I can't believe you are comparing this did this wrestler like that? I'm like, I didn't say any names. I was like, man, how do I delete this comment, man? This is what happens when I have a couple beers. And you wonder why I'm posting these groups. You know, I try not to. <laughs> do it. And, you know, I do it one time, and you see what happens? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but also, during the busy Monday on the Stock New York Stock Exchange, The Rock. Let's get it. Uh oh. We got trouble. Oh, they said The Rock. <laughs> they said The Rock. This podcast smells amazing now. How are you? What's up, gentlemen? <laughs> wait, 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 Please, let me get this. Let me get this. Because we were talking about the New York Stock Exchange. We are talking about Dwayne pulling up. Let me just say, finally. <laughs> I knew you never That's thought this would happen again. I knew it. Has returned. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. I figured you guys were using StreamYard. You were on my neighborhood, so I was like, drop the link. Well, I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Prepagina. There'll be no snoring after this introduction. Well, you know, I'm actually uh, sitting down in a chair that's not too comfortable, so I'm probably not going to fall asleep at this point. Well, I've seen you fall asleep any, any, anywhere. So I fall asleep so, standing up. <laughs> exactly. So, so that ain't saying much. Uh, Prep, any thoughts on 
the Raw going to Netflix deal. Dude, I can't believe it that this is a real thing. Um, you know, it's kind of odd. Like a coworker of mine was talking. Can you guys hear me? All right. Yeah. yeah. Here you go. All right. Cool. So, like a coworker was talking to me, and he's like, "Like, oh, they gotta go like a little more, you know, hardcore now." And I'm like, "Dude, are you crazy?" Like <laughs> on Netflix, he's like, "Yeah, you know, they have the freedom." I'm like, "It doesn't change the fact that they're still a publicly traded company." So I don't know what the what interests me the most is, is this going to be a commercial heavy show or is it going to be a commercial free show? Because three hours commercial free is a Yikes. tough, like, like three hours with commercials is tough, right? Impossible. But imagine without the commercials, it's going to be really tough. Well, PLE vibes. Yeah, yeah. And also, I won't be shocked if um, at that point, Netflix, they got to, I already talked about, they're going to upcharge everybody who's a subscriber already. And I won't be shocked if they try to sell one minute or two minute ads in between. I wouldn't be shocked. But from so, something I did see unofficially, it said it was going to be commercial free. But we'll, we got another year to wait and see. For what it's worth, in the wrestling world, it's already popping up on like the rap IG page and other just like, mainstream pages, rumors, Netflix, it price increase coming soon. Shout out well, to my brother Raul because I rock on his Netflix account. Uh, there he goes. That handsome devil. <laughs> Listen, uh, yeah. question, question. I'm sorry. Um, was the number that I saw correct? What number? Billion dollars? Yes. Five bill? What is it? Yeah. Five, five, five billion, billion. Ten years. That's crazy. The UFC, that's, that's seven crazy. years ago or something like that, seven years ago, the UFC sold the company for $4 billion. And the WWE just signed a TV deal. Now, granted, let's just talk about the US. One show, mm -hmm. three hours a week. This is just the US, right? But then they signed the international. You know, they have, I guess everything's going to be on Netflix internationally. Yep. which is crazy. Um, VPNs, I'm about to get a VPN. Because <laughs> I need African raw now. African raw. Shout out to my bartender at Appetite. That's how he watches all the AEW pay-per-views. Yeah, all right. So anything about, well, actually, I didn't, get a, I didn't get a chance to jump to it. So The Rock is a part of this new TKO group. Mm -hmm. And Rock was on first take somewhat being asked or teasing, whatever you want to call it, a match with Roman Reigns. And he's not – Roman Reigns isn't advertised for Elimination Chamber next month. And the Royal Rumble this upcoming weekend, we're not quite sure what we're getting with the whole Rollins injury angle. It, will he 100% be ready? Will The Rock be there? So since I haven't heard from Prep about this stuff, I'll start with Prep. Do we get Rock and Roman at WrestleMania? Not a chance. No, this is this is drumming up hype, uh, you know, and and I don't even know if we get Cody and then <laughs> Roman at WrestleMania, um, but The Rock and Roman is less likely oh. than Cody and Roman. Uh, I just don't see it happening. Um, the Rock is. A world where it's neither of those two matches? I don't even know what would happen. Listen, there is a lot of things going on in the wrestling world. I don't think The Rock is something that's needed. Especially in a year where they just signed $5 billion deal. You, you don't think they'd want to hold off for like another cycle where they have to make a big deal and need a stock jump? You, you and I agree. I mean, us three, I think like we're prime examples of people that are going to say that we don't need that match. Yeah. But, I mean, <clears throat> like, I, I, you were just talking about a, a coworker talking to you about this whole dilemma. Um, I was talking to a coworker of mine. You know, we're a year apart. And he – it was funny because he was like, I haven't watched um, – I've watched WWE since they were they were here for the Rumble, so I was like, "Wait a minute, 
I was like, you mean 2018? And I'm like, because I know he went to the 2015 one. He's like, yeah, that's the one where um, Roman got booed out and The Rock came. I was like, no, 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 that's 2015. He's like, oh, my God, I haven't watched for nine years. I was like, well, dude, I was like, I stopped watching for seven years, and I felt like a lifetime, but I've been watching nonstop since I got back, blah, 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 blah. Um, but like, he loves the idea, like, one of his – one of his good friends, not me, is trying to sell him more like watching the product right now. Like Roman Reigns, the bloodline, this tribal chief thing is awesome, blah, 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 blah. So he's like, yeah, he's like, I've been meaning to ask you about it. I want to get into it. I love the idea of The Rock facing him. Or another coworker of ours is like, oh, he's like, I think I got to connect at the link. I'd, I'd go with if The Rock's facing him. My brother, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, you didn't get tickets? Like, we got tickets. I was like, oh, he's like, I want to go if The Rock's going. So, like, to the know to put these guys in that that category of like the casual fan because it's more of a nostalgia fan like you are going to bring in a, a lot of eyes for nostalgia for the biggest the biggest star in hollywood um however get to this last year of breaking all these ple records breaking all these merchandise records due to the rock we got there some bleached hair mother effer so i mean that's where i feel like the story needs to stay and obviously there's some bias shown with that statement but i definitely like uh, you know i feel like the hardcore fan we're definitely gonna say like yeah we don't need that but there's there's a lot of outsiders that they're clamoring for it and listen the rock could face you know Sheer or whatever, name anybody on the roster. Yeah, name anybody on the roster. The Rock could face that person, and that's enough of an experience for the, you know, say a Laps fan goes to the link, right, in April. That's enough of an experience just hearing the, if you smell, you know what I mean? That's that's it. Like, you don't need to waste the opportunity to uh, finish the story. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um for for just a pop that you can get with anybody else. Yeah, so everything he's been saying is saying that it's going to happen, but it needs time. It needs time. So what I think is, I think it happens next year. But I do think Rock is involved through the entire buildup to actually build to the story. So I, I'm thinking that Rock will Rock will be at the Rumble, I'm thinking. And I think that when Cody faces Roman, I think that Rock is going to kind of help even the odds in that situation. Because the problem last year with for Cody was the numbers game. And somewhat he's kind of still at a disadvantage because the only thing he really has like right now is Jey Uso on his side. And – the, the fact that last year was Solo Sokoa. So maybe Rock kind of evens the odds. Cause helps Cody win, and that even sets, that sets up what happens next year at WrestleMania. So you can actually get that actual build. What I didn't even think of is, like, there's always been, like, the thing about what about Rock in his corner? What about Rock in his corner? Well, like, what about Rock and Jay in Cody's corner? Like, Cody really is the odd man out. It really is the, the Samoan family with Cody featured in there. You just painted that picture. I never really saw it that way. Well. <laughs> so that's well, we I'm all know that Cody's invited to the cookout. So it's so, okay. So <laughs> so my my one my one input with the whole thing that is like I've been seeing the thing about like the year build up. Like I I'm here for it because they did that ten years ago with with him and Cena. But the difference is Cena that build up the night after he lost to Miz, and we didn't we didn't see him see him for we didn't see The Rock regularly, but but Cena was out there wrestling all the time. If we get this year build with Roman, it's going to be completely different because we're not going to see Roman nonstop. Or The Rock, Roman's <laughs> not going to drop the title. Roman's not going to drop the title. Have Preps camera come back on, and then and then all of a sudden, just like. Be, be like wrestling regularly that ain't happening yeah true there's, there's a lot of factors into this whole thing and prep kind of 
prep kind of gave me a nice transition. I was going to say this for the last question, but um, I think wrestling's at a height, all-time height now. Um, there were some dark years. Uh, prep was prep. You, uh, prep since prep year, I know who remembers. We had some dark shows at the end of 2019. <laughs> We did a show just shitting on WWE 2019, like, what the fuck's going on? And then the McMahons came out and gave this apology. Now, I posed this question on Instagram. I might have asked it wrong. I know, competition. I know that there is a lapsed fan out there. Like, oh, my God, no, WWE doesn't give me my 30-minute matches or whatever. That's fine. But I'll ask you, I'll ask you guys a question, but, but you guys understand where I'm coming from. Of course, it does exist. But do you honestly think – that the lapsed WWE fans still exist because we've gotten everything that we've wanted out of WWE in the last year. We got Vince gone. We never thought we'd see CM Punk back. We got CM Punk back. We got Cody back. Eric wants one of the titles to be important. The titles are all titles, I would say, are important. The storylines, they're, they're, they're told way better than they ever were. They're longer drawn out. And we have people in positions that we wouldn't have them in if Vince was still around. You can clearly see the difference between Vince's WWE and Triple H's WWE. So you you were the one of the people that said it does still exist. So I'll let you go first. So kind of to the point I was talking about, the last WWE fans definitely still exist. Um, Now, title getting it being important like fresh and like as much as like the u.s title the other secondary title is important it's on logan paul who's had this title for 75 days and never defended it so like yes it's on somebody that has like this really important podcast and blah 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 blah, blah but it's kind of forgotten about um there are a lot of changes going on in the company and like a lot of us you know, smart fans and whatever, hardcore fans, we're getting a lot of stuff we want, but the person that hasn't watched the Laps fan, nothing is, I don't think there's enough that has brought them back yet. And again, I'm going off the examples of like, I, I got a coworker who like, I, I feel like I told him months, months, months ago, maybe a year ago, I was like, hey, look, you sh-. I know I said it to other people. I was like, offended by WWE, try AEW. Watch it. And I, I said to him yesterday, I was like, for what it's worth, their weekly television show has been around for four years, and last year's probably been their worst year. Like, I, I won't stray from it. And he was like, yeah, he's like, my friend keeps saying, like, it's really good, it's really good, it's really good. And it's the same guy that tells him what's going on with the bloodline is awesome and must see. So, I don't know if it's just that something earth shattering that's not happening on any show that is getting enough mainstream eyes to bring people back. But there's definitely that issue with like people that stopped watching. The only thing that gets their attention is saying it. It's the old timers when there's something going on with them. Like, yeah, Roman Reigns is more known now. Like, yeah, but he's still to the, the last man. That's The Rock's cousin. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what he is. That's what that's he's good way to put it. Judah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what it is. I will tell you, my cousin's husband, um, he knows I'm an avid wrestling fan. You know, when they first started dating, I feel like it was right around the time I got the hardcore title tattoo. And I feel like he saw, I think, like an ECW shirt I had on. He's like, what? He's like, is that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, blah. And then, like, I was like, all right. So we went in a little, like, small talk about, like, you know, him used to watching it. Well, now he's got a two-year-old son, two, three-year-old son, and he's getting him into wrestling. He's like, yeah. He's like, yo, they love, like, this and that. And he's always talking. He's like, man, I love Cody. I love Cody. I love Cody. And this is my cousin Craig's brother-in-law. So, I, you know, I point out, like, the comparison of the looks, blah, blah, blah. It's funny. But it, it, it's cool. I, I will point out that, yes, some people have been brought back. I don't think enough. So, the last man definitely exists, in my opinion. So, you know, it sounds crazy to say that the lap sand still exists when wrestling is at its height. But I feel like we've had to deal with laps fans for the last four years. You know, 
four years in March. Think about the pandemic, how many people they're back on the product just because of how uncomfortable they felt watching people interact. So um, I think that that has a lot to do with it. A lot of people still haven't come back from wrestling because of that. It's similar to the UFC when they became so outspoken about, you know, politics. politics. A lot of people stopped watching and, uh, you know, and haven't come back. So that's that's mainly what I see when it comes to a lapse fan. Because, yes, wrestling is at its height. But remember, we're in a bubble. No matter how less you watched them before, like me, you know how I watch wrestling now? I just listen to the podcast. Like, it's, and if X says, did you see that? I go and watch. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. The promo, I knew it was happening. I watched it live because two of my favorite wrestlers were having their first interaction in the ring in years. So, like, Laps fans still exist, but I think it's more that, like, uh, just people who left recently and just haven't made their way back. Yeah, so, of course, they still exist, but I might be cheating with my answer, but I do feel that we're in a way better place. A um, way yeah, that goes better without place. saying, yeah. Because, yeah. like, even Eck, when he just said AEW had their roughest year last year. Eric had some great hits about WWE. He, Oliver, he gave the Miz a compliment. He never does that. He, he, he championed the Miz. He was excited about uh, talking about a lot of the shows that we that, that WWE had last year. Talked about them in high in high regard. His his favorite wrestler came back to the company. He thought you would never see it again. Triple H has come up. Triple H has come over. And of course, he's not perfect. I've gotten on him plenty of times, but. I think that on all levels, Triple H is close to perfect in my eye. <laughs> well, he's well, well you're Mark. He's close to perfect for me. Close to perfect for me. But I'll, because, I'll give Triple H some more praise later. Okay, but I do. Of course, it still exists. But I feel we're in a way better place where we can't look at WWE as like this depressing thing that we watch. Like this, this is the perfect analogy. I thought about this. So when AW this AW came around, right? Because that AW came around the perfect time for the Laps fan. Because, like, okay, we're tired of this shit. Yeah. So we yeah. always said on this show that WWE was, your, was the, the girlfriend you were in an abusive relationship with. So AW came around. And you left WWE. like, okay, WWE, this ain't working or whatever. We need some time apart. So you go to AW. WWE is the girl that fixed a shit that you run into at the bar and you see she fixed her shit. Whether she got in shape, whether she got a BBL, whatever you need it, that's what WWE is. Like, oh, oh, you looking right now. That's what WWE is. Because Jesus. they got everything that you, you got you got your money right, you 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 lost weight, whatever you, whatever it is, whatever you whatever you wanted from that person, WWE is now. So it's like, oh, okay, you got you got punk back. Okay, Vince going what? Oh shit, what word? What the title? The titles matter. Like you, long term storyline. It's like, oh, what? Oh, 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 okay. What's up? What's up? Like that, that's what WWE is now. They got everybody back. And Eck, you'll, pre you'll appreciate this. Uh, shout out to Wrestling Classic. Justin was in the chat. Uh, we also had the ultimate Ultimo Dragon was was watching the stream for a little bit. Shout oh, out to Ultimo yeah. Dragon, so you'll appreciate that. I love that. So I hope you guys are appreciating my analogy, but that's kind of what I think. I don't think you guys can disagree. I, with me. I like it. I like it. I love it. I don't think you guys can disagree with me. Nah, so you, you was channeling Unc. I know what you was doing. Yeah. So Royal Rumble Saturday. We'll start with this. Where we'll start the Men's Royal Rumble. Um, oh man, you gonna start with the pillar? Let's go. Men's Royal Rumble. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I don't want to make picks because I don't want to be heartbroken. Um, but I do want to say something because you see me yawning. Your boy's about to be a father of three, <laughs> and your boy's got to get to bed. But I love you guys. I'm so glad that we're still doing this, and we it's on stream. It, oh, hundred percent. It was. It was the best 15 minutes of my life. 
Well, you don't want to pre. You don't. Wow. Oh, never mind. You uh, made number three and way less. You got three, three. You got three kids. So it's about five minutes a kid. So dang, we, we made it. So, <laughs> so all right, cool. You don't want to preview it, but we're gonna see you here next week to review it. You had my word. Boom. Lock in. Hey. I love you guys. Check me out. Elroy Prepson. I'm dropping fragrance videos every day at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Every day. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Follow me, guys. I love you, and I'll see you soon. How we do, man? Good night, man. All right. So. Um, that's the way to start the streaming series. All right. So, Royal Rumble Saturday. Give me your surprises for, for the men's Royal Rumble match. Surprises? Man. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go. I'm only going to give two. Uh, probably, and I'm going to force feed the first one. The first one's going to be vague. We are going to get somebody new to the company. I don't know if it's somebody from New Japan. Ain't gonna be Okada. It's too early. Um, I don't know if it's somebody leaving Impact. I don't know if it's somebody from Ring of Honor, AEW. I don't know. But somebody new to the company is gonna show up. Uh, he's denied the claim, but Kayfabe's still alive. Sean Waltman, Xbox One Two Three Kid, Six Pack, my boy. Um, I was disgusted. I saw a whole bunch of people online saying how they're – no, I'm disgusted with my man Chris from South Philly talking about how he's not excited for it. Um, Waltman, when's the last time he's been in a Rumble? The 90s? The one? Uh, 2000. 2000. Cool. It's been 24 years. Give me my boy. Give me my boy. I need to see Waltman. That's, that's the thing I care about the most. Surprise-wise, for sure. Okay, yeah, so I, I'm in agreement with that. I do agree that we will see X-Pac. Um, whether you call him a call it a surprise or not, I think Brock will be back in the Rumble <sighs> this week, this weekend. I do think that um, they've somewhat been teasing Carmelo Hayes to be in the Royal Rumble. I do think we'll get Braun Breaker. Um, I don't think we'll get a, a bunch of legend returns this go around. I'm not. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry to tell you off. The only thing I was going to say is the one thing I've been liking is I feel like I was going to save the tangerine for my dog, Prep. Celebrate, celebrate. Prep having his third broke up a tangerine, cloudy. But, yeah, um, I was liking – I was thinking they were going to do some stuff with, like, you know, the New Day having a match against the Imperium. I was praying Big E returns. Even if it's not in the match, we have that six-man tag that brings out six people that, like, six spots. It's a huge roster. To get a potential one or two throwback surprises or one throwback plus a debut, some people from NXT, there's a lot of people in this roster. Like, I'd like to see the OC in it, but, like, do we need to see both? I just want to see Carl Anderson get in it. I mean, 30, when you go off, like, the there's five or six main guys that, like, Damian Priest could win it. Like, Ballard. Like, is, are we going to have everybody from Judgment Day? That's four males. Five with truth. I, I don't know. It's exciting. Um but, yeah, so NXT, I almost – yeah, I could see Braun. I could see Carmelo. I really don't want to see too many people from NXT just because I would like the throwback surprises, and that's the nostalgic way I love about it. All right, give me your final four. Man, I love that question. Um, you got – you got Netflix and Phil. <laughs> um. Just make him look strong. The guy could be good. He's good. Uh, the tag titles are being defended on Raw. Yep, they face DIY. So you're gonna have a tag champion and Money in the Bank briefcase holder looking strong as hell. I love that. Priest, Punk, Gunther have the IC champ in there. Do we see Logan? Oh, Logan Paul is defending the title. I don't know. I think we you can still see him in there, though. You can still we see him. We could. I mean, no, nothing's off limit these days. Okay. Mm. Freaking Rollins might win the thing and then go challenge Roman. I want to be surprised at this point. Um, I'm still pissed about Brock winning three years ago. Um, 
Yeah, so obviously the fourth person is my cousin Craig. Cody, the winner of the match, is going to be Cody, Punk, Priest, and Gunther. All right, so I'm going with Cody, Jey Uso, Gunther, and Punk. I did Priest dirty, but I ain't mad at you. And I think that we're going to be in agreement, and the final two will be CM Punk and Cody, are we? Yes, but I won't be surprised if we're wrong. You know, you know what's wild as shit. What? I didn't either of us put McIntyre in our final four. The reason I didn't put McIntyre, even though it can be true, because for me, I had so I talked about last time we were here. I think it's going to be Cody and Jay Uso left in the chamber, and Jay Uso has like a gripe. So what I did was kind of kind of like storyline driven for my final four because we had Gunther interact with Rollins on Raw and Gunther was the, the runner-up to Cody last year. So that's why I said Gunther. But McIntyre is definitely um, a, possi- a possibility over Jay Uso. So I like your thing where like you mentioned Gunther as well for your final four and then like the whole thing is like yeah, he's he can't be the last person eliminated. You're not going to have him be the the last one eliminated two years in a row. That, well, geez, could it be the IC IC champ being the last one eliminated two years in a row? It's a stat, but I don't know. I'm excited. I'm really excited. And who wins? My cousin Cody's winning. All right, I'm gonna go with CM Punk to win. What a mark. <laughs> now, I think we'll have way better conversation. This one's way more intriguing than the men's Royal Rumble, the women's Royal Rumble match. We talked about the top of the show. Oh, you There's not, there is not a lot of confirmations of from I'm, either I'm match. I'm talking with my heart, and I love, and I love it. So, I'll start my surprises. Some people they might not be deemed surprises because they're on the roster, but they are. But we'll just say because we're not thinking of it. Jane Cargill, I think she'll come. I think she'll come back. You see, she was out. I guess she. Had, I believe she has some family issues, and she's been. You've seen she's been training with the Hearts. So Jane Cargill will make her debut and have the most eliminations. I'm 100 percent positive about that. I'll put money on that. You think she breaks uh, the record? Yes, I do. I do think she does. Jane Cargill, I think we'll see AJ Lee. Oh, spice tonight. Come on, relax. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll see Naomi, the return of Naomi, Tiffany Stratton, um, maybe Lyra Valkyria, and I'm on the boat of we'll see Sasha Banks. So, at this point, I feel like Sasha comes to help Naomi daily when controls turning order and I don't see that happening in the match they're you know Kabuki workers uh, Kabuki warriors are about to win the tag titles I, I don't know I can see Naomi because that's like posted everywhere so much I still kind of feel like Sasha we get her like still doing stuff maybe AEW elsewhere I don't know um we, we, we got the women's yeah, the roster's pretty stacked right now and they did release some people that are already signed elsewhere but Nostalgia. I see Trish and Lita probably. You know, it's kind of like their thing. Trish is a woman borderline active. Um, she could respark something. Um, what we, you know, some of the feuds she's had recently. Um, but uh, or never mind. That's that's one surprise. Uh, Tiffany Stratton. I'm gonna go. I didn't really want, even want to get into NXT. Tiffany Stratton's a star. I actually, I'm gonna. Next one's gonna be your final four, right? Yeah, that's what my, that's gonna be my next one. But I also wanted to say about the Sasha Banks thing. Um, they kept earlier in the month they were talking about the talk between them and WWE broke down. She was gonna debut at AEW immediately or imminent or whatever. That hasn't happened yet. And as you all as you know, the internet is going to do the homework for you. And I believe two or three weeks ago when we were supposed to record, we didn't end up recording. Sasha Banks' profile was updated. Um, her Mercedes Monet song disappeared, and this week apparently "Sky's the Limit" has reappeared on Spotify. 
because when they I guess I'm assuming when they're gone because they take the stuff down because I didn't know that I didn't know that but Scott's limit wasn't even on iTunes. While anyway. we're on the topic, please give me thirty seconds. Just because we posted all over the Matt Madness IG page. Butch is dead. Pete Dunn's back. Yes. But I don't even want to talk about that. His song. They, he doesn't have the – like, I do not care about Johnny Gargano. I do not care about Tommaso Ciampa, them losing their songs. I don't care about anybody else that has ever came from NXT and lost their song. I think I think Tyler Bate has his NXT theme song. Dunn's NXT – NXT theme song is a motherfucking certified thing. It is. It is. Dude, I could eat glass and survive his theme music. You really are an AW mark if you want to eat glass. But, uh, oh my God. I uh, here. Yeah, but uh, I, I missed that. I just needed to grab music. And I've been scared. I've been scared to look and see if it's been removed from my. my uh, my Apple Music just because of this, because they do do that. Actually, um, what was I, I don't think you only had it for a year. King of the World Jericho Elimination Chamber theme song. Oh, from Forcible Entry, dude. It's all it's off Apple Music. Really? That must ago. be new. Well, the, I was looking for that song in the gym two days ago. Well, the thing uh, is, Forcible Entry on there. Was, I'm not even going to look right now because I don't want to be in a bad mood when we get into the next topic. Yeah, because so, I, oh. I know Aggression wasn't on there before, but I was able to find the DX Aggression. song. Yeah, okay. You can probably find the song, but I know the albums, they're kind of iffy. A lot of the albums, it'll have just a few tracks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, but as I was talking about, Sasha Banks, Sky's the Limit, reappear on Spotify, but it's not able to play yet, but it is loaded up. I, I I did my own little homework to check to check on Apple Music. It's not up yet, but she hasn't debuted at AEW. She hasn't debuted anywhere yet since earlier this month. I do think it is well, her, her and Bailey going to TNA together. And I mean, yeah, I'm, obviously I'm, they're I'm, all friends, but it's Naomi's farewell. Blah 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 blah. Well, it'd be kind of cool, Naomi and Sasha, to you know, Kabuki Warriors win the tag titles, and then they're siding with Sasha. Sasha can feud with Rio rather than going after Rhea, and then pull plot Dickens and stuff. So, yeah, way. that's yeah, because like this whole Bailey thing, it makes a hundred percent sense because damage control. They have been they've been shunning Bailey. Like I said, this about Survivor Series sinners. So I said this about at Survivor Series. Somebody don't look like they belong, uh, and it's Bailey. And they treat and they kind of like treat her that way. They haven't been helping her. They've been kind of shutting her to the side, and they can kind of they try they can sell easy sell this as look you can win the Royal Rumble and you can go face Rhea. We'll have all the gold because the Kabuki Warriors are trying to the tag titles. And then in that in this situation, Bailey will have her backup with Sasha and Naomi. So to go up against damage control. So right there, you have built-in storyline, which we I talked about weeks ago. That if Vince was around, Damage Control would have been would have been a dub. EO's title reign would have been over months ago. But that seems to be where we're headed. EO actually going into WrestleMania as the women's champion, and will face and will face the winner, which I do think will be Bailey. But my final four, I'm, I'm it's rough. I do think the final four will be Jay Cargill. Bailey, Becky Lynch, and maybe Sasha. Oh, I love it. Uh, I'm not completely sold that Sasha shows back up. That makes sense. Uh, mine's going to be very similar. Jade having an all-star show out. She's going to be the first of the four eliminated. Maybe not the first. Maybe she'll be the second. It's either going to be her or Tiffany Stratton as the first of the final four eliminated. Tiffany being one of the final four. Um, then you have Becky and my girl, Bailey. B-A-E-L-E-E. -E -E. My bae, Lee. And I ain't talking to AJ. <laughs> All right. So, final two. It's going to be Becky and Bailey, and then uh, Bailey goes over. Yep. I'm in agreement on that one. And what well, – 
to my pleasure, a four-match card. That's all you need. <laughs> um, there's no women's title matches, no mid-card match. Well, the U.S. title is on the line, but everything's going to get its focus. So we have the undisputed universal title is on it? the line. It's only four Wait. matches. It's four? It's U.S. title? Um, universal in the Rumble matches. That's it. They, they're going to announce a fifth match. Okay, that, that, even if they could announce five, that's five, great. Five's awesome. Two's, two's insane. I'm four, two. I'm four, four, especially because I'm going to be wasted while I watch this show. Wasted. My favorite, my favorite, uh, I'm sure you'll know I'm going here. My favorite Rumble memory with you is when you passed out on the couch and uh, for like two minutes, it was like, is it over here? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so, I, threw my, I, I flushed my number down the toilet and won. Yeah, so good. So good. Um, Becky, oh my God. I did yeah, not so that. I thought you were going to say the year before when I was drunk punching everyone. Oh, no. We were ready to throw you over the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me oh, and Prepper ready to hurt you. So, fifth, oh my God. Time out. Just to shake you up real quick. 15. We had pregame drinks at Xfinity Live. Yep. 16, you watch AJ Lee debut, or AJ Lee, AJ Styles debut with me. 17, Dan's house. Then the bar afterwards. 18. We were there. We were there. 19, I fell asleep early. 2020. Jeez, did you not come 2020? No, I, no, I, 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 came, just, I, I, I came 2020. All right, me, you, and Raul watched it. COVID. It wasn't COVID yet. Oh, okay, yeah. You were there. Ron was there. Last time I've ever seen Ron. Mm -hmm. um, 2021, that was Carlito coming back. Did you watch it? I watched that Dolo and Raul. Dolo. Dolo and Raul. 22, I had a septic issue, got a hotel room. I just saw you the night before. Still birthday yep. celebrations. Um, hmm. I came last year. So, all right, this year, I mean, it's borderline. It's really no miss. <laughs> so, Aaron's watching it down Ocean City, Maryland. Big party shenanigans. It's, it's what? As of now, I'm still working. And I'm not and I'm not working you, no pun intended. Um, kryptonite's a kryptonite. <laughs> Undisputed championship match. Fatal Boy, Roman Reigns, LA Knight, Randy Orton, AJ Styles. Who you got? Top dog, Roman Reigns. You know what? The only thing I would really like in this match, I wish it was a fatal four-way elimination match. And I hate to put this guy over like this. The Reigns going to end at some point. And, yeah, he's beat LA Knight. But while he's been champion, he has not beat – he has not pinned Randy or AJ. So, I like the idea of, um, you know, just having all these people, like, you know, he – Stacked them and smashed them with Brian and Edge. Um, the idea of him pinning everyone in this match. If not, I, it, you know, if this is one pinfall, I just want him to pin either Orton or AJ just so it could be another person underneath the belt. And then, even if need be, you know, if he's, I, I know he's not uh, advertised for Elimination Chamber, but if he defends that chamber and it's not against The Rock, I just hope it's Orton or AJ, whichever one he doesn't pin. Yeah, I'm going to go with Roman as well if I didn't say that already. And the U.S. titles on the line, Kevin Owens and Logan Paul. Obviously, 75 days as champion and, you know, his one defense, I don't think he's going to lose it. I think he carries the belt to, to Mania. Um, I see Logan winning. I have still in the plastic. I have a – this is this fucked up hoarder problems. I have a Kevin Owens – dead stock t-shirt from when he was the u.s champion <laughs> bro what year is that 17 2017 dead stock shirt that i think i might be my rumble shirt i'm thinking that chicago twos i think it might be a clean little drip i don't know maybe i'll change my fit seven times on saturday but obviously i i love kevin owens and it's it'll be fun to surely for somebody that you know is going to lose Plus yeah, all the vote. people that all the people I'm watching it with that don't know nothing about wrestling, like, damn, you're guy in your shirt lost. Like, yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. 
It's like being an Eagles fan. Is, is Michelle the only trained wrestling fan there? Only, only what? Like, I know you've been, like, training her to be, like, a wrestling fan. Uh, I would say, tra- I mean, do we call Izzy a trained wrestling fan, I guess? He's I never liked it. I guess Izzy's, Izzy, too. My man Kev's going to be there. He um, watched it when he was a kid, Attitude Era and earlier. Um, his girl don't know crap about it. Um, CJ, he's, you know, he's going to be with us in Mania. He'll be there. Um... I guess as far as train goes, I guess that she'd be the most trained today. Okay. okay. All right. So, yeah, so I'm going to go with Logan Paul. Oh, Cody. I mean, I'm going to have the real Cody with us. And AJ Lee. My God. Oh, no, I don't think AJ Lee's coming. His AJ Lee. Okay. 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 So, adrenaline will be in Craig's soul. Okay. So, anything else you got for me? All right, we ran through the topics? Yep. I figured I'd do a brief, 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 quick review because it's a hot topic. I don't think you've touched one. I technically haven't yet. As we all know, we always talk in figs on this show. Um, a hot topic has been, you know, with Mattel, Mattel's license being with WWE 14 plus years. Um, going back to almost the, the beginning, this is a early, early basic. This is what the basics were for about half of their, their lineage. Um you know, less articulation than the elite. Um, some figures better than others, especially ones if, you know, they're not doing super kicks. Uh, I pulled a Tommy Dreamer out because it's a sentimental favorite basic. Um, however, you had, you know, the boot would have more articulation here, go left, right. Um, I want to say 2018, they came up with the new basic style where the um, bicep, I guess, lost the articulation there. And the big thing being the boot being a one piece, nothing there. Um, I actually, you know, we were just talking about Logan Paul and his um, U.S. title defense. I sent you the picture the other day. This is like the big thing. You know, you have the the new um, battle packs. I don't know what they call these things now. Um, Logan Paul, I didn't, I didn't get the creations one, so I contemplated it. Contemplated, it, but I was like, I really don't need a modern day tribal chief Roman basic. I don't need it. You know, between all the elites uh, and the ultimates. Um, but I saw this. This is where it's proof that, like, the legends and the flashback figures, this is where it can make sense. So I just wanted to, first time putting it in hand, might as well do it on the show uh, for the content. You have the two man power trip, uh, more or less. This is, you know better than me, this is based before they. Um, I'm going to put you solo real quick. Go ahead. But this figure, um, this pack, is this based before they um, united as a two-man power trip? No, that, that is two-man power trip. That, okay, that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure just because – did you see Did you see the custom I tagged you in where somebody, like, I guess they put the um, Ultimate Edition Triple H hat on him and then a sledgehammer yes. in his hand? Mm-hmm. So, like, I couldn't tell if that era because I feel like that was world title. I, I couldn't tell if that was before or during. Um, there, there's a I, shot. I, I know where that shot's from. That's from an episode of SmackDown when Triple H destroyed Taker's bike. So my, you know, just judging by pictures, my like early thoughts in my head was this is a boss fight lucha figure basic because those figures have all the articulation in the legs, the arms, and like the arms have a lot of give. And it's just really the chest that stays um, still. So again, you know, the, the two packs that went up from retail would be like twenty bucks to twenty three quite some time ago. So it was it was hard to stomach because I haven't bought a two pack in forever. But you know, the, the twenty three swing. I'm already again. I love this Aaron Triple H. I, I, what other head figures have this head besides the uh, ultimate? That was it. That's it. I mean, I I know you would really like this figure in hand. Um, uh, Big Eagle, which you know, the, the flat non painted one, only been in a few figs. I feel like the first one was the Undertaker dressed up as Kane. I'm really excited for this Austin in, in hand. Uh, as much as a lot of his figures are always the same, I love this Venom Austin shirt from you know, post Mania 17 when he, he went heel. 
Um, I, I see this shirt and I instantly think of, you know, that Alliance theme music. Um, you got the red braces. I actually bought this shirt, the reprint, um, off the shop a few years ago and my dryer murdered it. Um, (laughs) I just sliding the knee braces up, but yeah, Austin. So I don't know your take on this, but like, obviously like, you know, I, I just showed a, um, and I showed a Tommy Dreamer where, you know, they're their only two figures. There are certain wrestlers that, like, you know, I don't, like, a modern-day Triple H from, like, the late 2000s, like, um, with Trunks, his basics weren't nasty to me, but, like, I hate Attitude Era Triple H basics. Austin, I hate really all his basics. I feel like I have the WrestleMania 32 in the jeans. Um but man, th- this leg, this leg um, articulation is a game changer. Huge game changer. Um, if somebody was selling this again, if we didn't know this was changing on basics, if somebody like made this and wanted to sell this figure for twenty five or or uh, you know a figure for them, I'd buy it all day. The fact that for that price you got both of them, uh, I'm really happy with these. I I don't think I'm going to be you know getting you know 20 to 50 of these basics a year but a couple of them here and there i don't foresee them being i don't foresee myself buying many um modern characters or any uh, i look forward to like the suited guys the referee guys and something like this i mean you give me a couple more attitude air figures like this it's cool to get the printer on the back of the shirt and, and then you know what while we're here Oh, that is awesome. Because the basics, you could never do that. Now we can actually pop the hands off. I heard these were fully customizable that way. They don't come with extra hands, but I know you're a big advocate. And, oh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't have this hand. I know I got it. I know I got it. I know I got it. So, um, yeah, this very, very happy with the these two new basics. So I figured for our second live stream, we might as well sneak a little unboxing in there. Yeah. Great. Got anything else? That's it. All right, guys. So before you enjoy the Rumble, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Also subscribe to the podcast feed, which will be in the description box. Also turn on post notifications, hit the thumbs up, and don't forget to wish Eric a happy birthday this weekend. Um, You will wish me a happy birthday. Have a beer this weekend. (laughs) Enjoy the Royal Rumble, everybody. For uh, X2Y, Eric Trembicki, I'm Aloy Lloyd, and we'll see you guys soon. Talking all of this madness, they talking all of they talking all of they hop on the top rope, by the land with his elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle.